Hello gang, welcome to another episode of The Art of Being! I'm Slade Powell, your host, and I'm so happy to be back here with all of you. I thought that we would try something a little bit new this week. Since the end of season one, this is something that I have added to my repertoire and it's become amazing, and I've been doing a lot of practice with... with various people, and I'm now taking clients for Akashic Records readings, which I thought would be really fun to share here. Because honestly, what good is having new talents and new abilities if you're not going to share them? If you're not going to bring them out into the world and let people like enjoy all the bounty and goodness of um, all of that? So a little background. First off, you're probably going to hear my dog in the background at some point because she is having a day where she is freaking out about everything that the upstairs neighbors do. (laughs) So if you hear a little bit of whining, she's fine. She's just having little dog emotions. But here's a little bit of background about the Akashic Records. So the Akashic Akashic Records sound super wild because the idea here what's what's going on is um what i've learned to do is channel the records uh which are like non-physical the non-physical documentation if you will of a soul's entire journey past lives present life whatever the fuck happens in the future and I basically access what's essentially like a library, like a non-physical energetic library, and it is kind of wild. You contact the Akashic Records by contacting the Lords of the Records, who are the entities that are essentially like librarians. It's like, you know, calling up a reference library, but it's the reference library for your past lives, (laughs) which is awesome and totally wild. And all of that sounds like so spacey and weird that I know I had a a whole talk about this the last time that I was talking about the Akashic Records, which was in season one when I was very, very, very starting this journey. And I was talking then about the benefits of skepticism. And I still very much believe in the benefits of skepticism. It is so fucking valuable to... Especially, I think, in a spiritual space, I hate the word spiritual, but having that sense of a little bit of skepticism, I think, is is extremely healthy. So for me, it was not until I began actually channeling the records that I began really seeing how effective and real um, working with the records can be and is. And... That has been such an amazing journey for me so far. Obviously one that is ongoing and I will continue learning for the rest of my life, probably. One of the things that has been especially great about working with the Akashic Records for me so far has been being able to work with other people in finding their truth in a way that's different than any other modality that I use. Because there's something really 
amazing about, for me as a reader, channeling for someone else, channeling the truth, but it's the truth that someone else needs to hear. I'm very good at channeling through for myself and being able to open my own records or tap into my own inner source. And I always get exactly what I need. And that's wonderful. I'm so here for that. But I am also a person who is very, very much of service. And that brings me a lot of satisfaction and peace and joy. So having the ability to bring through truths for other people. And I think there's also something I am always here for every person having the highest amount of agency and sovereignty over their own journey and their own truth. You can learn to read your own Akashic records. You can channel your own inner source. Like that's, I literally teach people that. And so I am very much an un-guru. I am not here to gatekeep any secrets. I really want every person to be able to access everything on their own that is available to them, which is a lot of shit. <laughs> so um, for me, the beauty of, the, of being the channeler for someone else is being able to... People come to me for the cl- the questions that they haven't been able to get on their own because there's too much static on the line, essentially. Um, like, the your mind has such a attachment to whatever it is, whatever thing it is that you want to know, or you just can't get it for yourself, or you don't know how to channel your own Akashic records, and that's fine. Um, everything is fine. You don't have to be, you don't have to do what I do. But being able to give someone that gift of, um, I have a clear channel. I'm not attached to the things that they're attached to. I don't care what career path they choose. (laughs) I just want them to be happy. Um, But it doesn't matter. I don't have any emotional attachment to whether somebody chooses to be a plumber or a doctor or a lawyer or join the Peace Corps or... Uh, date this person or not date that person anymore. Like I personally am unattached. And so that gives me a lot of space to be there for someone else and help them through whatever it is that they are trying to connect with. Also, not for nothing, it can be really weird for people to ask about their own past lives. Um, even if they are connected with the Akashic records and if they're, you know, if this is brand new for them, then getting a reading is, you know, obviously a great first step to even see if this is something they give a shit about. And it can be kind of weird to learn about your past lives. There's a lot of, um, I think I know that I used to be extremely skeptical about past lives, (laughs) obviously, as we've talked about. And, For me, it's been really interesting discovering just how connected those lives are to my lived experience now. One example of that is in what is probably my most recent life. I, my, in that lifetime, I learned a lot about managing my anger and had a situation where it was very easy to be 
very angry about life, about the, the situation I was in, which was being a, as far as I can tell, upper class gay man in what seems to be 19th century England. I got, a, I got a very specific visual of that when I was accessing the records about this past life. And um, I know enough about historical dress to be able to identify um, class and location um, and period from that visual. And the man who was my the love of my life in this lifetime was an extremely calm person. <laughs> very chill. <laughs> very quiet. And in this lifetime, I was the much more angry uh, partner. I, it was a shitty situation um, in that lifetime of having to be extremely closeted for safety. Or else me or him or both of us could be killed. And that pretty much sucked constantly for that entire lifetime. So that was a consistent source of stress that that lifetime, me, had to learn to deal with. And that partner was extremely helpful in helping me learn in that lifetime to take that anger and put it away. Like, not, like, shove it down and bottle it up, but to set it aside because it wasn't productive. To feel that feeling and then let it go. And what's interesting, why I bring this particular example up, is that in this lifetime, right now, me, me here, that's an easy thing that I have never had trouble with. <laughs> that is a learning that I kept with me, obviously, because it's something that I'm still good at and have always just naturally sort of been good at. I haven't had a lot of problems with my anger. I've never had particularly strong emotional outbursts about it, which is interesting because I know that I have a lot of anger and rage about the, uh, similarly, I guess, the uh, experience of having to be socialized female and treated as a woman for three and a half decades in the patriarchy, which legit, objectively, fucking sucks. It's also been interesting to recognize where... As a, additionally, a transgender man, my experience of having to deal again with safety and with choosing whether to uh, pass or be in the closet or, you know, how out am I allowed to be? Is it safe to be like that? Is it safe to be me? Um I recently had a lot of anger come up around that and it was much stronger than I expected and I can now recognize through looking back at this past life how uh, a big part of what's been going on in the background was this part of my soul that's like, not again! Are you shitting me? We just fucking did this! (laughs) The fuck we're doing this again! So it is really great to be able to have these insights and to be able to see a greater context, a larger and wider context through not just this lifetime that I'm living right now and conscious of, but also the past lives and past lifetimes and what I've learned then that I can bring here now and that the part of me that is eternal is 
experiencing as a consistent continuum that my mind that has only ever been slayed is unaware of. It's just, it's very cool to be able to have that kind of knowledge of myself and be able to apply that to my life and understand myself a lot better on a much, much, much longer time frame than just the uh, almost 37 years that I've been on this planet right now. Which, by the time this airs, I will be 37. My birthday is September 2nd, so um, that is pretty delightful to me. And part of why I wanted to bring a little bit of an Akashic actual reading to this podcast was because of the birthday connection, that I knew that I would be putting one out on my birthday. And it's also the beginning of September, which is the beginning of a month, obviously. And I thought it would be really, really fun. What we're going to do is I'm going to connect to the records and channel through a message for all of the listeners of the Art of Being podcast. Every person who is currently listening, every person who will listen to this episode through all of time and space, and just let's see what the records have to say for all of us. Uh, that would be a really fun way to share this gift and this birthday joy with all of you and uh, let's see what comes through shall we so I use to access the Akashic Records I use the Pathway Prayer which you can find in the book How to Read the Akashic Records by Linda Howe totally recommend that book especially if you are interested in learning more about the records or about reading them yourself extremely extremely useful, really great resource there. So I'm going to use that prayer to access the records and then see what comes through. And so we do acknowledge the forces of light, asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us. O Holy Spirit of God, protect me from all forms of self-centeredness and direct my attention to the work at hand. Help me to know the listeners of the Art of Being podcast in the light of the Akashic Records, to see the listeners of the Art of Being podcast through the eyes of the Lords of the Records and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion with the masters, teachers, and loved ones of the listeners of the Art of Being podcast have for them. The records are now open. Lords of the Records, what message or messages do you have for the listeners of the Art of Being podcast for the month of September 2022? You will know all that is wanted or needed by you. 
and it will be streaming, flowing. Easier than it has ever been. You may submerge yourself. You can submerge yourself in an endless flow of light and being. The meaning or meanings you have sought for so long, such a long time, Become aware to you. You'll become aware to yourself. What it is that you've been searching for this whole time in truth. Be kind to yourself, to each other, to others as well. Be kind and compassionate and open, easy to be with, listen to, explore with. The more you are in open and eager participants, co-creator and collaborator with the things that bring you joy, then you listen, then you will hear more input, more openness and joy coming your way. It is not that you were previously unaware or unworthy But now, you are, as they say, tapped in, tuned in, turned on, like a TV. You just had a lot of static television snow and the connection before. Now, you're coming in high definition and you are able to tell the difference. You've become an excellent and efficient, effective television monitor repair person. You become someone who can see what's going wrong 
wrong, in big quotes. And you know what to do with it. You know how to fix it. Fix it, in big quotes. There's nothing ever wrong. And there's nothing to fix. And you can see when static on the line is happening now. And you can say, oh, here's how we improve that. Here's what we do. You've been getting better at it all the time. So slowly and on a subtle level you may not have noticed you may still not notice the difference until you look back and say wow I used to suck at this (laughs) this used to be hard this used to not work I used to not know what to do with this now it's it's not even a problem. Now it's easy. Own your gifts, your treasures, your wins and successes. Do look back and do see and say out loud how far I've come, how far I've been from who I used to be. Sing it from the rooftops. Or just say it to your open house, empty house. Just say it. Honor yourself and who you've been and how far you've come and who you've been all along the way all the versions you've left by the wayside to become who you are now honor who you are now who you've become i'm seeing a visual of making a beautiful princess gown like cinderella gown but there's all these uh to make that dress there's so many scraps of fabric on the floor that have been left behind and these are all the pieces that have been cut off of this dress to make it what it is now if it still had all of those small bits and pieces It wouldn't be a princess dress. It would look very different. So it's not bad to have things that you cut off or let go of. This is the the feeling I'm getting with the visual. That's just part of the process. And that's it. The records are now closed. Wow, that was pretty cool. That energy to me, as I was receiving it, felt very light, very open, very clean. 
It's a, a really, really good connection. Very humorous, which I always, I love that. I love uh, when channeling is humorous. Or maybe playful might be a better word for that. To my experience, the records tend to be very playful and very light, very open. It is like channeling light itself. It's very cool. And that is the message that they have for everyone listening to this podcast for September of 2022. Whether you are listening in September or later, and no matter who you are or when you're listening, I would love to hear what this message brings up for you what you hear in this particular group reading that you might be bringing with you through September or whatever time it is when you are. You can get a hold of me and share on Instagram. My handle is at slade.powell. And I'm always open to having conversations about woo shit, spiritual shit, the Akashic Records, um, any of it, I'm always up for it. It's always a fun party time. And uh, you can also find me through my website, which is sladepowell.com. If you want to book your own Akashic Records reading, that's where you go. And you can also send me a personal message through the website as well. It has been an absolute joy to bring this message to you. Let me know through either of those ways on Instagram or by dropping me a message through the website. Whether you like this, if you want more of these, I would be happy to make this a regular feature if people are into it. There's an unlimited amount of information in the Akashic Records, and I would love to bring as much as possible to all of you guys who are listening to this podcast, if that's something that you want. So let me know in... Um, on Instagram, and we will talk there. Have a beautiful day, my friends. You have everything you need inside of you. Keep going.